one, it's supernatural. Doctors tell a woman with AIDS that she only has a few hours to live. They tell her mother to pack her bags and take her home. But a miracle is in the making. See how the impossible is possible in the realm of the supernatural. And see what happens when the president of Uganda dedicates his country to God. Do angels exist? Are healing miracles real? Is there life after death? Can people get supernatural help from another dimension? Has the future been written in advance? Sid Roth has spent 25 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid on this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Andrew Moyo, and I'll tell you something. There is African believers in the Messiah understand the invisible world and literally uh, have such a head start over people in the West understanding the invisible world. Uh, Andrew, you're from Uganda, and uh, I've seen a lot of uh, films on Uganda. That was such a devastated land. How bad was AIDS in your country? Oh, AIDS was so rampant to the point that you could find dead people on the streets. It was so bad that there was no hospital that people could go to because every hospital was full. And uh, you go to any place, any city, any village, in every town, there was mourning everywhere. What percentage of the people did they anticipate would die from AIDS in your country? They said at least one-third of, of the people by fraction. Uh, they will die by 1997 from AIDS. Uh, what else was going on in your country? Uh, there was, in addition to AIDS, there was just so much poverty. In, in addition to poverty was the civil war that went on uh, for years from uh, Idi Amin. We had uh, another civil war that went on from 80 to 1986. And uh, Uganda was in turmoil. It was uh, a place of uh, what the transformation video called a deep spiritual coma. There was no hope, there was no money, there was corruption, and uh, there was so much political instability which didn't help uh, for economic development at all. But there was a transformation, and this nation, Uganda, came out of what Andrew called a spiritual coma because people that knew God and knew how to get a hold of God's attention began to pray. And they prayed to such a point uh, that you told me that the president of Uganda went into the Colosseum and de dedicated the nation. Tell me about that. Absolutely. Yes, in 1999, after the great move of God, because we had been uh, fellowshipping and calling uh, solemn assemblies, um, just moments of prayer around the country. It was more than just a prayer meeting or just a Christian's gathering. But this was a, uh, a gathering of all people, of all creed, beliefs, uh, from religious leaders to government officials coming together, recognizing that Uganda was, in the, was really going to hell, and it was in a place of death. And so we started praying, and as we prayed, the, the government and the president began to recognize the changes that were coming as a result of all the prayers and all the, the move of God that was beginning to take place as, as, as a result of those prayers. And so in 1999, uh, Uganda was rededicated to the Lord officially by the president uh, to the purposes of God 
for the next 1,000 years. Now, when he appoints uh, uh, people in high government authority, he, I understand he appoints Christians. Absolutely. I mean, he's not, see, he, he's not secret sensitive. He, he's not concerned about what people think. He's out front. Uh, absolutely, because uh, if we go back uh, the same way we have been going, we're going to end up with the same results. So now he sees the, the value and, and uh, the outcome of the revival and what the Christian uh, church has brought forth. Well, so, what happened to AIDS in your country, all, th all those people that were supposed to die? Uh, basically, uh, as a result of the move of God, first of all, there was just so much healing. God began to heal people, and we did crusades where people of AIDS were being healed, and it became as part of uh, our daily meetings where people are getting healed. But the hand of God moved so powerfully on that nation, and uh, we began to preach abstinence from sex, we began to preach holiness and sanctification, and we began to preach the gospel with power, and people began to heed the gospel and repent, and as a result, uh, the, the AIDS started going down supernaturally because there was no way people were being healed supernaturally even before they came to the meetings. Uh, your country is fabulous. I want you to see a clip of the president of Uganda and the first lady. On New Year's Eve 1999, Uganda joined the rest of the world in celebrating the arrival of a new millennium. But there was a special character to the Ugandan celebration. His is the invisible hand that has moved us along and shaped our destiny. Ten weeks earlier, First Lady Janet Museveni had invited several church leaders to a meeting. So when she came in, she told us she had a vision. As we enter the new millennium, can't we organize a time of thanksgiving to God for the way God has got us through this period? I mean, she had re requested that we dedicate the nation officially back to God. Good morning to all of you. And happy New Year. So in the presence of the President and First Lady, we covenanted the nation to God for the next 1,000 years. The covenant, which included the signatures of the President and First Lady, was remarkably explicit. We are that we It read like a passage out of the Old Testament. Covenanting our nation, Uganda, to the purposes of God and to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Then the king called together all the people from the least to the greatest. The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord. From beginning to end, it was just God. Andrew Moyo, an African from Uganda, is a man who is familiar with the supernatural power of God. A woman blind from birth is healed before an angry crowd ready to stone Andrew, causing them to fall to their knees in repentance. A woman on her deathbed, her body riddled with AIDS, is completely healed, causing the doctors, nurses, and patients in the hospital to turn their lives over to God. 
Call now to get your copy of Andrew Moyo's brand new book, Working the Works of God. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number 1155. Shipping is included. In this book, Andrew Moyo wants to mentor you on how to receive power to move in the supernatural of God in a dimension like never before. You will learn how to take hold of the kingdom keys to operate in the supernatural. Work the miracles of God, including salvation, deliverance, healing, signs, and wonders. Walk in true prosperity and supernatural provision. Receive personal revival. Usher in revival for your family, friends, and nation, and so much more. God is calling you to the next level of His glory. Don't miss out on getting your copy of Andrew Moyo's brand new book, Working the Works of God. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number 1155. Shipping is included. Or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1155 or log on to SidRoth.org. This book will help you begin your journey into the supernatural. Call or right today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Andrew Moyo, and Andrew is from Uganda, a nation that has literally dedicated the entire nation to God. Uh, in fact, you told me uh, that your president appointed uh, a new um, uh, board member, and what was that called? Uh, the Ministry of Ethics and Integrity. Could you picture the Ministry of Ethics and Integrity being set up in the United States? I mean, the ambassador in charge of that? I mean, whatever country you're watching us right now, I think you've just been given a vision for your country. Don't look at the bad news. Look at what could be. Uh, Andrew, your mother was a uh, pastor, was praying for you, but you wanted to become a brain surgeon and make lots of money, but one moment changed your life. Tell me about that. Uh, basically, uh, when I was young, uh, I wanted to be a brain surgeon, go, go to medical school, have all the nine years, and make lots of money, marry a pretty wife. But Jesus, one day after, two days after I got saved, Jesus appeared to me. Not a vision, not in a trance, appeared in front of me and began to speak with me and told me my call. And he said, Andrew, I want you to go to the nations and preach the gospel and raise me an army of revivalists, people who would walk in the power and demonstrate the power of the kingdom of God in the earth. So you decided that you needed a, a skill to make some money, so you went to a trade school. The only problem is, is you didn't have any money for the tuition. Tell me about that. Yes, uh, because I said, to, I said to myself and to my pastor that everybody I read in the scriptures had something they did. They had a profession. So if just in case it failed, <laughs> I have something to fall back on. So I went to a trade school. And uh, while in the trade school, there was uh, this blind girl by the name of Lydia. And I was praying that God would give me that compass because I made a vow, Lord, you get me into that school, I'll preach the gospel, and I'll start a fellowship. So when I was in 40 days and 40 nights in prayer and fasting. And the Lord said to me, arise and receive this compass. I've given it to you. And I said, Lord, how? And he said, the, the blind girl, go and pray for her. So I called the assembly and told everybody that 
You called all these students together. Did you have the right to do that? I didn't have the right to do it, but I went and rang the bell anyways, called an assembly, and everybody gathered uh, together with the principals, the teachers, and the students, and I told them that I want them to uh, witness God perform a miracle right before their eyes of healing, uh, opening the eyes of blind Lydia. Now, this wasn't a Christian college. This was a, not a Christian. It's actually a private school. It's not Christian at all. Most of the students were Muslims pagans and Catholics, of course. So what did they think about your challenge? And as I spoke, they began to call me names, scream at me, and they said, what if they don't open? We're going to stone you to death. And I replied, uh, if they open, then you all give your life to the Lord. And they agreed to that. So I just reached over Lydia's eyes, and I laid my hands on her. And uh, the Spirit of but God... But how, how afraid were you that it wouldn't happen. I mean, you're just a man. Absolutely. And I mean, you're, uh, you told me this was life-threatening. Was it really? Yeah, it was life-threatening because when people, when you come up with a, uh, an idea like that and say, I'm gonna, God is going to do this, and you put God on it, and uh, people, they say they will stone you to death for sure. Uh, here probably is not the case, but in Africa, people will stone you to death, and you'll die, and there won't be even an investigation. So I was putting my life on the line for the Lord, and uh, I was shaking so bad. And uh, I, as I reached out, the Spirit of God spoke in, in to me and said, whatever you say, that's what I will do. So whatever I say, that's what God did. I rebuked the spirit of blindness of Lydia. And that's exactly what God did. He opened those eyes. For the first time, Lydia could see. And there was also another miracle. Uh, Lydia had never been able to see. So she was born blind. She was born blind. Well, you know, that's a messianic sign. That's, that's a sign to prove that Jesus is the Messiah because the Talmud tells us that there are signs the Messiah will do, and one is to open the eyes of someone that's never seen before. Absolutely. And uh, she was born blind, so she had never seen anything. So I took her through a series of exercises to show me if she really could see. And she told me the color of my shirt, my pants, how many fingers I how was How did she know up. the color of your shirt if she's never seen before? Absolutely. And that br brings us to the second miracle, because God gave her the ability to recognize and under understand colors before she had never seen anything. And so what reaction did the other students have? And the students that were looking forward to uh, stoning me to death went down on their knees. And I, I led the, the entire campus to the Lord. And remember, uh, before, the principal had given me that week to pay my tuition, otherwise I'll be cast out of school. Well, he came to me and said, come to my office. And he said, the Lord spoke to me to pay for your tuition, your books, and everything you'll need until you graduate. That's why I say that the Lord Jesus sent me to school. Andrew, when you saw that that blind woman got her sight back, I know the effect on everyone that watched. What effect did it have on you? Oh boy, my faith was elevated. Uh, uh, you know, this book, Working the Works of God, that's what happened to me when I read it. My yes. faith got elevated. It elevates faith. It, it charges you up. It shows you who you are and what Jesus says you can do. Well, you, you know what's so amazing to me, Andrew, is when Andrew prayed for a woman with AIDS that just literally had minutes or hours to live, how much did she weigh? About 20, 20 pounds. And a great miracle occurred. 
and a great miracle is going to occur in your life because the African anointing is going to come right through your screen. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! It was God's purpose from the beginning for all nations to become one in Yeshua, Messiah Jesus. To break down the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. When Jewish spiritual DNA merges with the New Covenant Christian DNA, there will be what Paul called life from the dead. That's why Sid Roth's website is loaded with cutting edge articles and teaching about the one new man. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Andrew Moyo. And there is something about Africans and the way they understand the invisible world before becoming believers in the Messiah. Then once, Andrew, you become a believer in the Messiah, it all, when, you, when you read the New Testament, it makes more sense. And, and after you saw the results of uh, this blind woman getting her sight back, your faith must have soared. Oh boy, I was a changed man. It took my, my life went from just thinking that God could use me to knowing that God can use me and He wants to use me and He wants to heal people. He wants to set people free and using ordinary person who just believe in Him. Now, you went out to hospitals to, because you just wanted to pray for people yes. uh, to see results, but uh, you, you really bit off a little more than you th could chew when you went to this one hospital in the AIDS ward. Tell me what you saw with this woman. Well, I walk into the AIDS ward in this Catholic hospital, and there's just so many people with AIDS, and, but there's this particular lady, she must have weighed about 20 pounds. Mm. Uh, that morning, the doctors told the mother, to take her home because there was nothing else they could do for her. Uh, she's the only daughter of this woman. Uh, her lips were dripping blood. Uh, she had sores. She had boils, tumors under her armpits. I mean, she looked, it was in so much a shape. I didn't even want to spend much time in this ward because the stench was so bad. I thought I was going to contact, contract uh, an airborne disease. But the, the Lord said to me, minister to her. How long did she have to live? Uh, they, gave her, they gave her hours. They sent her out, out that morning. When I walked in, they were packing their bags because they told her to go home because she had only a few hours uh, to leave. Why did they want her to go home if she only had a few hours? Uh, so that they can make room uh, for an, another person because mm -hmm. it will cost them more money to uh, transport a dead body because there was no, no hope, nothing else they could do. What did you feel when you were going to lay hands on her as far as whether she'd be healed or not? I mean, that woman was as close to death as she could come. Absolutely. I looked at her, I began to shake, but at the same time, I know that there's no, I don't heal people. The Lord Jesus heals and His power heals. All I have to do is do what He says that I can do, and then I let Him do what he, I cannot do, which is heal the sick. So what happened? So I, I looked at her, I began to share the gospel with her, and she was in agreement. For eight months, she could not sit, she could not eat, she had no strength, so she, she couldn't even move her body. So she just uh, slowly said, agreed, uh, nod, nodding a little bit. And uh, I, I laid hands on her. I said, I'm gonna pray. 
and Jesus is going to heal you because it's still the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he still heals. So I laid hands on her, though I didn't want to because she had lost her hair. She had boils all everywhere, uh, but I closed my eyes and I prayed a prayer of faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the time I said amen, uh, the boils and the armpits that had uh, tumors, uh, the blood that was dripping had stopped. Her skin had dried immediately. That can't happen in the natural. It, it can't be what the doctors call remission. It can't be that. Absolutely. And uh, I, 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 began, I asked her, what, what happened? What did you feel as I laid hands on you? And she said, I felt like as if hot coal was, uh, was poured on me from, the, uh, from my head to toe, and it went through me. And I affirmed her that that was the power of God. And for the first time in eight months, I took her, I told her, I'm going to take you by the hand. I took her by the hand, and she was able to sit on her bed. For the first time in eight months, she was able to tell me, talk, and tell me what she felt, and just the, the whole experience, and tell me all about it. And what did the doctors and the rest of the staff and the patients have to say about that? Now, as I was talking to her and taking her through all this, diff uh, hearing her testimony, uh, the doctors, the nurses, and even the fellow patients began to gather around because this was a forgotten case. She was a gone case, and she's supposed to be dead in, in a few minutes. Uh, and now she's talking and sitting and drinking, and they all gathered uh, around and I, I, say, I asked them, do you want to receive the Lord Jesus? Because he can do the same thing. And they all accepted the Lord Jesus in that very hospital. And I prayed for them and even ministered to other, peop uh, other sick people while I was at it. You know what, Andrew? While you were talking, an angel of healing has invaded this studio. And I can tell you as a fact, there are people that have been healed with back problems if you'll bend over, you'll see you do not have any pain. There's someone with a left leg problem, you have been healed. There's someone with a hip problem, you have been healed. Uh, Andrew, will you look into the camera and will you pray for people right now? Because that African anointing of the Messiah Yeshua is about yes. ready to be released. Yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for every sick body, every sickness, every disease, every spirit of infirmity, and every spirit of disease. I rebuke you now in the name of Yeshua, right now to be gone. And I release the healing power of God to touch your body, whatever it is in your body. Let it be cancer, tumors, AIDS, arthritis, Whatever the case may be right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I release healing into your body. And I, and I ask you to receive this healing by faith because it is yours right now. There it is in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I, I can tell you, Andrew, that I know many people were just healed. But I also know that when I read your book, Working the Works of God, my faith level just, just moved. Why did you write this book? I wrote this book because God spoke to me that he wants to raise an army of radical Christians, radical believers who do the things that Jesus said they will do and who will be the people that Jesus said they will be really walking in the power of God. This is for average people 
but we are all anointed and they are anointed and God wants to use them and manifest his power in them and through them. That's now, why I wrote now, the book. Now God brought you from Uganda to America. How come? I asked, the, I asked myself the same question and asked the Lord the same question. And he said to me, Andrew, America needs you. And I said, why? Because you come from a different culture. You bring a different perspective. But because now is the time for America. That's what he said. Because there's a coming move of God. And I want you to be part of raising an army of those radical revivalists that are going to take the power of God into the ends of the earth, but especially to the American church, to awaken the church, to stir them up for the coming move of God, to be ready, because before the move will come, the church has to be ready to receive Listen, it. Listen, that's you. Are you ready? Are you ready to be used by God? We heard about a woman that her body was so eaten up by this horrible disease of AIDS. She just had minutes to live and the power of God came on her. How would you like to be used that way? Do you know that God sees something special about you? You may be in a pity party right now. You, you may think that you've just messed up so bad, but you're in perfect shape right now to become the person of destiny that God created you to be. Do that first step. You may not have that AIDS on the outside, but you have AIDS on the inside. It's called sin, and God is a holy, loving God that loves you, but your sins have separated you from your God. So if you will call out to God, not in some religious prayer, but a child talking to their father, who's a good father, who is not going to disappoint and say, God, forgive me in Jesus' name for all the sins I've ever committed. Come and live inside of me. Become my Lord. If you will do that, God, I promise you, will draw so close to you and you'll have a purpose to live and you will fulfill a destiny that before you were conceived in your mother's womb, God knew you and called you, but now is the moment. For some of you, it's your last chance. And you have so much to look forward to. Go for God. And he's already gone for you. He loves you, really does. Andrew Moyo, an African from Uganda, is a man who is familiar with the supernatural power of God. A woman blind from birth is healed before an angry crowd ready to stone Andrew, causing them to fall to their knees in repentance. A woman on her deathbed, her body riddled with AIDS, is completely healed, causing the doctors, nurses, and patients in the hospital to turn their lives over to God. Call now to get your copy of Andrew Moyo's brand new book, Working the Works of God. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number 1155. Shipping is included. In this book, Andrew Moyo wants to mentor you on how to receive power to move in the supernatural of God in a dimension like never before. You will learn how to take hold of the kingdom keys to operate in the supernatural. Work the miracles of God, including salvation, deliverance, healing, signs, and wonders. Walk in true prosperity and supernatural provision. Receive personal revival. Usher in revival for your family, friends, and nation, and so much more. God is calling you to the next level of His glory. Don't miss out on getting your copy of Andrew Moyo's 
brand new book, Working the Works of God. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number 1155. Shipping is included. Or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1155 or log on to SidRoth.org. This book will help you begin your journey into the supernatural. Call or write today. If you're encouraged and helped by these television programs, please consider assisting us with future productions. Send your tax-deductible gift to Sid Roth, Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia, 31521. Call toll-free at 1-800-548-1918 or visit our website at sidroth.org. 